and welcome to the Teach On Teach Wrong podcast. This is Katie, I'm your host, and this is a podcast especially for us teachers to help us all things personal development, self-help, and just being the very best that we can be in this very challenging job of teaching. So I'm going to get straight into it because we don't do ads and all that stuff over here. We get straight to the point. Teachers are busy people, so we're going to go straight in. And today's episode is all about routines. Now, if you tuned in last week for episode 121, you will have learnt about the ultimate morning routine to start your day. I hope you managed to try it out and you noticed the difference. I'll be honest, I failed to do it a few times last week, mainly due to laziness, I'll be honest, and I regretted it. My day just wasn't as productive. So I really stand by this routine. It really works. So go back and listen to episode 121 if you haven't heard it already, as it is a really powerful and practical episode for you and will really make a difference in your day. Also in that episode, I shared with you that routines are fundamental in helping you be more productive because what it does is it helps you reduce decision fatigue. As you're aware, routines are things you do without even thinking about them. And you actually have some already, whether you realize it or not. But you need to ask yourself, are they serving you? So if your routine is you wake up and immediately check your phone and start reading things on there, ask yourself, how do you feel when you do that? Do you read an email that you realize needs your attention so you spend your whole morning worrying about it? Is that how you want to start your day? So if you're not happy with the routines that you currently have in place, whether you're aware of them or not, then listen up and consider trying some of these ideas out. So last week was all about the morning routine when you wake up. There was so much goodness packed in that that it needed its own episode. So I've decided to give the school routines their own spotlight, which is what you're going to be learning about today. So assuming you've started the miracle morning and you've had a powerful start to your day, Before you get into school, you will have nourished your body, your mind, and your soul in a practical, non-fluffy way. I have an aversion to useless fluff, okay? I'm a realistic teacher. I know what is possible for us to do and what is ridiculous. These sound fluffy, but they're not. They're all practical things that you can do that actually really make a difference. So here's what I do once I head out the door. And feel free to take from my routines what you will. I'm not saying they're the only way to do it. I'm not saying they're the right way to do it. I'm just saying this is what I do and is what works for me. So firstly, I have a long commute to school. So I like to make productive use of that empty time. Otherwise, it really is just dead time for my mind to wander aimlessly. And I don't know about you, but if I don't direct my thoughts... They can often go to the negative things in life and things that you're worrying about, things that you have to do. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast, so I won't go into it too much. But basically, the mind is programmed to do that in order to protect you. So it's a normal thing to go to the negative. Therefore, knowing this, I like to control my mind. So I either answer the seven golden questions I shared with you in episode 121. So something I'm happy about in my life right now, for example, that was just one of the seven. And this can take 10 minutes or so. I love those questions as they really help me feel positive, happy, grateful and excited about my life. So I do make time to do them and mix them up every day. But of course, I have a long journey. So I tend to use the rest of the time to either listen to a podcast or plan my day, depending on what I've got going on. So most of the time I am listening to podcasts, but on those days where I know I have lots to think about, lots to deal with, and I need to get my head straight, I might plan my day. 
So sometimes I would do voice to text notes on my phone if I need to organise a to-do list, for example. So that's my drive to school. And once I get to school, I try and get in minimum of half an hour before the kids, but an hour is better because I have a lot of things I like to do in the morning. And I personally need quiet time so I can do my before school routine. So the first thing I do is turn on all my lamps in my room. Yes, I am totally anti the fluorescent lights. Anytime someone's in my room and has them on, I'm just like, get these things off. I hate it. So I have mood lighting in my room, lots of lamps. It's very cozy. Then go on all my things like my Himalayan salt lamp, my oil diffuser. Yeah, I'm that teacher that has the whole zen shebang. I love that kind of stuff. Then I pop on the kettle and make myself some green tea. (laughs) Yeah, this is all real stuff. I think the only thing missing in the routine is some like calming yoga music or something, isn't it? Maybe I should try that next. Anyway, um, okay, so the room is nice and calm looking. I have a nice warm cup of tea. Next up, let's get down to work. So my computer is on and it is time to knock out those emails. Now I have a whole system I do with emails to make sure I stay organized and on top of them all. I read all my emails and then I flag up any that I need to reply to. If they're quick replies, I just get them out of the way then and there, but I realize some might take longer or need some research beforehand. So I flag them up for following up later. My goal is to be at zero unread emails by the time the day starts. And that's actually not that unachievable. I get a lot of emails every day a lot, especially in my role as middle manager. But I'm not saying I've replied to all of them. I'm just saying I've read them all. So in the day when people come up to me and go, oh, I've sent you an email about, I'm already going, yeah, I know, I've seen it. I'm on it. Don't worry. And people love that because you're on top of things. Communication is very good and you know what's going on. So my goal is to be at zero unread emails by the time the day starts. And it's not an unachievable goal. As I said, I have a system and a routine in place now that makes it almost automatic for me because I know what I'm doing. And if you do want to know more about how I do that, email me to let me know you're interested and I will do it for you. If I have more time in the morning or not too many emails to read, I sometimes respond to some that I previously flagged for requiring attention. It depends just completely on time and what's going on that day. Okay, the next part of my morning routine is my lesson prep. Now, obviously, lessons are planned earlier in advance than this, at least in my head, so I know what I'm doing. So this prep should really only involve getting the resources out that I need for the lessons up until my first break, which is about 11. Ideally, I don't like to leave photocopying to the last minute, but, you know, there are days when it's just all a bit too much. You know how it gets. So, yeah, I have been known to do some last minute copies, but I do tend to try and avoid that as it is not good for the zen. (laughs) It adds complete unnecessary stress to your day. So yeah, I try and avoid that and have that ready the night before. So in these 20 to 30 minutes, my emails should now be done and my morning lessons are ready to go. Then I do a quick walk around and start talking to my co-workers and colleagues, making sure everyone's okay and just catching up. See, for me, it's important to make sure that I'm okay and organized before I see other people so that when I see them, I can give them whatever they need. There have been times where someone in the team is off sick, for example, and as a manager, I have to make sure that their lessons are covered. Now, if I wasn't set for the morning, my day would be screwed. 
right? <laughs> so the reason I like to go in the morning before I see anyone else is because it's the old oxygen mask on the plane thing. Like I need to make sure I'm okay before I can give to other people. So that's kind of why I do that the way I do. So that's pretty much it for the morning. The kids then come in and it's poof, goodbye, personal time. Like that's it. For As far as I'm concerned, the rest of the day is giving, 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 because that's, that's kind of what we do as teachers. We really have no choice. So my personal time gone for the rest of the day. When break comes, I set up for my next lessons until lunchtime. And then at lunch, I set up for my afternoon lessons. I personally choose to do that rather than have the whole day prepped in the morning because it actually makes me feel calmer doing it in small chunks and it helps break the day up a bit. But you do whatever works for you. We are all unique and motivated by different things, which is important to remember. So try some different things out and see what works for you. Okay, so at this point, the day is done. Yay, the bell has gone, the kids have flooded out the gates. Now it's time for the after school routine, my favorite. Now, I'm a firm believer in how you end your day is just as important as how you start it. Because how you leave your classroom is what you're going to find the next morning. So how do you want to find your classroom when you come in the next day? I know it's so tempting at the end of a long day to just dump everything and worry about it tomorrow. But wouldn't it be better to walk into an organized space ready to start your day on a positive note? So I choose to tidy up before I go home. And to be honest, this is quite easy for me because of the systems I have put in place. I tidy up after every single lesson, but <laughs> I get the kids to do it because, you know, 30 bodies are better than one, right? So there's not that much to do at the end of the day, except pack up what the last class left, right? Fortunately, I'm very blessed to have a cleaner who does the deep cleaning of the floors and surfaces for us. So I just need to make sure things are tidied. Then it's email time again. So I practice project zero, which means I aim to end the school day by having read all my emails as well. So I start the day with zero emails and I end the day with zero emails. So I look at what new emails I receive throughout the day. Again, flag everything that needs a response, answer the quick and easy ones I can do right now. And if there's time, go back and answer some older ones I flagged previously, blah, blah, blah. Then it's time to make sure I'm set for tomorrow regarding photocopying and lessons and stuff like that. I'm really fortunate that I don't need to hand in any lesson plans. It's actually not really a requirement in schools in England anymore. We just need to show evidence of planning if we're ever inspected or observed. But honestly, that could be something as simple as a scheme of work or handwritten notes. It's a reasonably new thing, thank goodness, only the last couple of years, but it makes a huge difference. I know that many people in other countries you have to hand in full-on lesson plans like a week before and if you do then you do there's just something gonna have to fit in your day at some point so yeah make time for all these things that you know you have to do right I'm sure there's things I have to do that you don't and it kind of balances out so yeah so the fact that I don't have to necessarily write plans is very helpful and because I've been teaching a while now I can actually just plan in my head for the most part but lessons that take a little longer or require new resources, I'll usually work on after school or during a prep period. My goal is to end the day in the way that I want to find it tomorrow. That means I want it tidy. I don't want to have any emails or at least not an overwhelming amount. I want my lessons to be ready to go and organized. And I don't really want to have to do much work when I get home. That's another thing. That's why I try and do it all at school. 
This also means I get some wiggle room to deal with those last minute emergencies or stresses that people like to throw at us to keep us on our toes, am I right? So I usually stay after school for an hour to make sure I'm set up nicely for the next day and I've managed to get in some marking or report writing in there too, depending on what time it is. So that's a really important tip for if you find it difficult to deal with all the extra things that people are throwing at you. If you make sure you've got a routine in place that allows you to be on top of the things that you know are coming and that come regularly, like emails and lesson planning and all that stuff that we have to do, that means that you actually have the ability to take on these extra things that come your way and deal with them because they will exist. (laughs) This is teaching. That's going to happen. So there's a little tip. Things that you know you have to do every day, make a routine for them. Make it really productive one so that you can just knock that stuff out without even really thinking about it. Okay, so I leave my classroom tidy. All the lamps come off as well. And then say goodbye to anyone who's still around. And then I roll on home. I do sometimes listen to podcasts on the drive home too. But quite honestly... They just don't go in as much for me after a long day. Like my brain is done. So so I often choose some uplifting music to ensure I stay awake as that journey home can be a bit of a bitch in London traffic at peak time. Like it's really, really hard to stay awake. Stop start traffic constantly for 45 minutes to an hour. So yeah, we do what we have to do, right? So that's pretty much it for my before and after school routines. As you can tell, I don't do anything outrageous But the routines and systems I have in place enable me to stay on top of things so that I don't have to think much about what I'm doing. I know that my morning is email time and I have my system down, reducing decision fatigue when it comes to that. We will be inundated with decisions to make all day long and last minutes are going to be thrown at us that we need to deal with. So wherever possible, do what you can to systemize your day and put routines in place that are going to leave you feeling much more in control. So you need to think about what it is that you actually have to do every day and get a routine in place for that and make time for that. I tend not to rely on my prep periods. I have learned this the hard way. Like I had things, I used to have things planned, like right in this lesson, right before I teach here, I'm free. So I'm going to do this planning for that lesson. And then you know what would happen. Someone's going to come to you going, yeah, we need some last minute cover because this teacher's absent. So I'm going to take your free period away from you. And it used to ruin my whole day. Day. I mean, I still don't love it, but it used to really ruin my day because I'd planned for things during that time. But as I said in the beginning, once the kids come in until the kids leave, I don't plan routines during that time of the day, even if I have prep time, whatever. You just don't know what's going to come up in a school day. And all it used to do was completely frustrate me when I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. So now I've got my routines before and after school where there's no kids around and I can just do what I need to do. So Hopefully, if you try that, you'll really notice the difference as well. And it will help you have some more control back and be ready for whatever comes your way in the day. So I hope these ideas have helped you with some practical ways that you too can set yourself up before and after school routines to ensure that you have a productive day and are equipped to handle the unpredictable events that will undoubtedly come your way. If you have any questions about this or ever want to get in touch with me, please drop me an email at katie at teachersresourcefuls.com 
and for all the links mentioned in this episode, including the link to the Ideal Miracle Morning, if you've not listened to that one already, you can find everything at teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 122 and they'll all be there for you. So until next time, continue to teach on, teach strong and have a wonderful week. Bye.